0: Hi, welcome to Agora Community Radio, the podcast for artists in the animation industry who want to listen and learn on the go. This episode is from our Q&A sessions, where David and Brent answer questions from the audience and also any questions from our social media followers. You can always head on over to our website, agora.community, to watch the full video, or if you just want to listen to what we think are the most interesting bits and pieces of these conversations, you can listen to the Agora Bytes clips on this channel. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the stream. Uh, this is, I know I kept threatening everybody <laughs> over and over again, and I was always always, always wrong. This is actually, for, for reals this time, the last stream before Christmas. And we have David here. I'm going to bring him in. Hello, David.
2: So you said the last stream before Christmas. So how many stream are you planning between Christmas and the new year?
1: Oh, good point. So the last stream until the new year, you're right. Oh. I, meant, I meant we're closing shop. We are closing shop. In, in, before, before Christmas and then, yeah, you're right. But we won't be back until January. You're, told, you're 100% right. For two weeks. Oh yeah, you God. guys gonna miss us or what? What are you gonna do without us? Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do we're without gonna... these calls. I don't, I, I don't know, know
2: what don't... I'm going to do on Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday evening next week. You're
1: just going to stare at a wall? <laughs>
2: like... Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to watch the rerun of the <laughs> <one for you. laughs> Just oh, remember the good old, the good old, old times. times. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. God, that would be so sad.
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, whatever it takes. If the, thank God for reruns. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So, it's... Like, oh, we have something to admit we don't we we were we <laughs> we we talked about the, the the roast we wanted to do a roast and then we were going to remove it off the schedule because we want to put it in a bigger event um in the bigger event i'm sure you already know what that is um and but somehow we managed to forget changing in the schedule so it still says roast so hopefully you're not overly disappointed although david and i will try to do some sort of like maybe we can try to work a um work work into this conversation a a dress rehearsal roast? <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out today. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: that, that's, I mean, I think it just shows that we're all due for vacation, mm. at least, you know, mm. two weeks to recharge the, the, the battery, the, the simplest yeah. stuff like just changing this one thing in the the, the, the calendar. Mm. We mm. kind of, you know, just yeah. forgot about it. But yeah. hey, I have a question for you, Brent. Oh, yeah? Which, is, which got inspired by the chat right now. Oh yeah, twenty twenty-two year resolution. Oh anyone God. that you can share? <sighs> let's uh, uh, let, let's keep it on the uh, professional side of thing. <laughs>
0: oh well, then no. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Um,
1: no, I don't know. Over. That's a good one, man. Oh, resolutions. I'm so bad at resolutions. I'm yeah. so great at like this is what I'm gonna do now, and I'm like two weeks. Yeah. You know, you remember well, when so, I was like so doing that early morning? So what's
2: the thing that you, you'd like to improve? But you all, we all know that. You, you yeah definitely most probably won't
1: it would be that i would love to go back to a, a much more regular sleep schedule i think that would be an amazing thing because I'm, mm. I'm i'm getting I'm, I'm getting better i was i was getting like to the point where i was going to bed at five and it's like five like people get up at five what? What am five I in the morning yeah yeah it was stupid it just got completely out of control completely out of sync and so i'm back now to around 2 2 30 which is actually <laughs> pretty good for me that's pretty good for me i'm not gonna lie i don't know Wow.
2: I, I think you have to, I actually, when did I start? I think I started like last year during the Christmas break. I was mm-hmm. so, I wouldn't say exhausted, but tired. that I just naturally went to bed super early because I yeah. tried to work, not uh, to not work at all. And then just naturally woke up early. And I was like, hey, how about I just continue this? And then it kind of almost becomes a challenge. Like, okay, I've been able to do it for three days. Let's do it for four days in a week, in two weeks, in three weeks. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I was the same. I was usually going to bed at one or two. But at some point, I figure out that, okay, I can shift those hours, those like three hours of productivity. <laughs> I can put them right in the morning yeah. when I'm filled yeah. with energy and well yeah. caffeinated and all that, mm. instead of at the end of the day where I kind of say that I'm productive, but I'm probably 50% productive. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So without changing. So it's so, and that worked. So uh, yeah. I wish, I wish you that you can, I would love maybe to that. aspire to, to do
1: it. Well, do you remember there was like a couple of weeks where I was like that? And then, and then I just yeah. fell off the wagon and yeah, it, it was, I was awesome. At least, I,
2: I, at least a week and a half.
1: It was at least a week and a half. I I remember like, thinking, this this is actually way cooler than I thought it would be, because you're right. The the weird thing about me is, though, is in the morning, as you know, I'm not exactly the most chipper in the morning. Um, And I don't drink caffeine, because caffeine breaks me. It used to be no problem, but now it just breaks me. And so I have a really hard time being energized in the morning, so... I don't know. I think I, I trick myself into thinking I'd be more productive at night and I used to be but I feel like it, these days not so much. So it would be I think I think if I had to pick one if I wanted to maximize the time I was spending it would be the mornings. It would be much more wise for me.
2: Yeah. <sighs> have you tried the tea in the morning?
1: No. Maybe like an like a, an Earl Grey or something a little. Yeah. Kind of yeah, just, yeah. Just it's got, it's bit got of a caffeine. little bit of caffeine. Yeah.
2: Because I have some friends that on caffeine they're just like it's like a speed it's way too much so t is just like it kind of yeah rounds the edges a little bit but mm. kind of wakes you up but you don't have this kind of aggressive uh feeling in the inside you that some have with uh, <laughs> <that thing>. so. <laughs> keeps the
1: keeps the beast at bay yeah. <laughs> not not me that beast is un- untamable. Uh, you you you've seen him. It's it's. We'll we'll do a stream in the morning. I know we always threaten this, just so you can meet the uh, the grumpy Brent. He's he's an, he's an interesting character.
2: Oh, I I think that that's my <laughs> that's probably my resolution it should happen to find a way to, to, to bring the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> release the release uh, uh, beast the angry Brent morning oh, yeah. Brent in one People of those streams. We're going to trick you, like call you in a super random oh, morning yeah. meeting, yeah. like, sorry, oh, yeah. Brandon, it's super important. You have to show up and then <laughs> you are lot. 200 people. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it would have to All be right, like this because screen. you want to catch me like in my natural habitat. If I know I'm streaming, yeah. I'll try to put on a good face. But like, if I come in, I'm like, what are we talking yeah. about? Do
2: and we then, then we just letters? start to ask you questions. You're like, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> why <those
1: questions? laughs> Not even awake yet. Yeah, that's perfect. We should totally do that. Uh, yeah yep Mm. we'll lose we'll lose probably at least half of our viewership that day (laughs) no one wants to hang out with a grumpy asshole brent Uh, or maybe maybe we'll gain viewership who knows who knows crazier things have happened we'll bring in scott too scott scott apparently gets good and grumpy so maybe the two of us can have some sort of grump fest
2: that'll be good yeah but you you guys are on opposite sides of the world so it'll it'll be difficult to cross the streams and have both he gets
1: grumpy at night it's perfect oh so that could work out perfect
2: yeah. So, chat. At this point, you can you can figure out that we have no question in the <laughs> backlog. <laughs> so, if you were wondering what, what was going on for the last ten minutes, that that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. This is us not having yeah. any more question in, yeah. <laughs> in the file. So, some will. Oh, there we go.
1: <laughs> oh man, got to their rescue. rescue. Warner Media, I'll bring it up. Hold on. Yeah, bring it up. What do we got? We got Warner Media Anime Chief Jason DeMarco has said that, quote, the effort it takes to create art has been devalued in the streaming age and people are only going to cinemas to see huge event movies. What are your thoughts?
2: So I think that the overall idea here is there's a lot of very there's a lot of money and very talented people that pour all their soul and energy into a movie mm. and the proper way to experience it is uh, mm. in cinema and streaming especially now that you know i don't know if it's ever going to come back to to normal but with uh, covid and the cinema closing that you know a lot of movie now are being released as a stream yeah. Yep. in-stream at the same time as cinema, which basically removed like more than half of the incentives oh, of yeah. going to, to uh, cinema because half of it was, okay, I want to feel this experience with the, 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 the wall of sound, with the big image, with people around me. Yep. The other half was just, I'm too impatient to wait three months to go see the next Avengers. That, that's <laughs> it. Th- those are to, uh, only two uh, incentives. Um. I mean, for me, many things that that come to to mind, and again, I have a, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of things in life in general that comes down to are you a conservative or progressive uh, person, um, and that's something we briefly discussed in the past. This is, you know, latest. Um, research show that it, it might be uh, tied to a dopamine receptor so which kind of dopamine receptor each one has mm-hmm. so we kind of born a little bit that are we more right la- left progressive um or conservative um i mean the the caveman was pissed when theater appeared and the theater was pissed when you know cinema arrived and cinema was pissed when vhs arrived and dvd and streaming and eventually you know directors will be pissed when we'll be able to look movie vr because it means that we'll be able to look wherever we want to do to look instead of exactly where they wanted to 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 look so i I think in in this idea there's a fair amount of no cinema is the proper way to, to look at movie, not just because it is a better experience, but just because this is what we're used to, and we're stuck into old uh, habits. So I think there is definitely uh, this this that, that plays out. Um, personally, I really do not miss those days of waiting, going at Blockbuster on a Friday mm. evening, and not having <laughs> the movie <laughs> that I want to see, so look at uh, anything else. Um, I mean, another thing is, so I've finally watched Dune. Uh, oh, that's a movie. Interesting. That's a movie that I told myself that's going to be the first one I'll actually take the time to go to. It was for me. to experience it. Uh, life happened that didn't yeah. happen. So as yeah. soon as it was on iTunes, i say, yep, take my 25 bucks for the rent. Yeah. And that's, an, uh, that's, that's what is happening uh, this, uh, this evening. Um, in a time where television were like this big with the square yeah, yeah, format yeah. and a yeah. shitty audio, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and I don't have an insane setup, but I have a 60-inch, you know, at a decent distance with a good mm-hmm. surround mm-hmm. Yes, it, it was not as if I would have seen it at the uh, Yeah, it was an X IMAX. Cinema. It was an IMAX, but it was pretty good. It was mm. good enough that my memory of the film will yeah, remain yeah. almost identical as if yeah. it was. Yeah. So to me, this kind of idea that... Yes, it's a better experience in in cinema, but is streaming kind of killing this experience? For me personally, no. Once in a while, I'll still go at the cinema just to have that experience. But the enjoyment I have of looking a good movie uh, is very, very slightly affected by if I look at it at, at home or at cinema. And I think that more and more cinema will remain there but it'll be like a special event that you go once in a while it won't be this thing that that you go many times a year I don't think so
1: I think it's a it's a very personal thing it's very it's different depending on the individual because I certainly would not want to watch a movie like Dune for the first time on my phone Um, but like, yeah, I, I also have a decent setup here because I'm a big fat nerd. And so therefore, um, you know, I, I like the idea of watching a film, um, films that I enjoy in the comfort of my home, you know, with my family, especially considering this day and age, but I mean, not everyone has that particular luxury, so I can see his point, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I, I think it's a little bit, um, <laughs> I don't know I th- like as to to quote it to quote just- the yeah, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. It's like, you know, don't, you know, get over yourself a little bit. Like, I don't think people are devaluing it because they're wa- they're watching things on stream. It could be argued the opposite. It could be argued that it's more accessible. It could be argued that like people are now like being able to just get access to these things, to be able to watch it when and how they want and for and and as often as they want. You know, cuz people are it's you don't just have to rent these things. I mean, when when Dune became available, I didn't rent it. I bought it that day. Cause I was like, that's a movie I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch several times for sure. There's just no doubt in my mind. So, mm. you know, it, it, I don't know, it, it goes both ways. And, to, and I'd like your point about like, you know, everyone, you know, it, it, we've gone through so many evolutions in so many different ways when it comes to something like, like, you know, film, it's no different, right? Like it, you know, it's the, the dinosaurs are going to whine and complain um, until they go extinct. And I think, you know, the, the, I'll, I'll quote the wise group known as the, I think it was the Buggles or the Boogles. I can't remember, but they, they sang, uh, video killed the radio star. It's an old classic 80s song. Um, and, and it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's true. It's like you, you have, there's always the next thing. And people are kind of like, Oh, this new technology these days. Streaming has brought, like, it was the same thing. Remember when Apple came, came up with iTunes and everyone was like, wait a minute. But then suddenly it started to kind of become more, apparent that now okay but that's pretty cool because half half the time i buy an album i'm buying it for one or two songs maximum and so i could literally just buy the songs i want or if i want to really support the artist i buy the whole album it's like now it suddenly changes how we can interact with those purchases and uh the yeah. the purchases were small and like they were they' were affordable enough that was like the sweet spot so people just weren't pirating this stuff all the time i mean people still do for sure but i think yeah. a lot less people that, that normally would don't anymore because they're like well, I'm just going to pay the $3, you know?
2: Yeah, I think it's always important to look at everyone as an angle. I mean, yeah. who, where is this, uh, you know, um, article uh, coming from? I mean, we've, mm-hmm. I, I've animated at some point of my career. I remember times where we were in the cinema, and you know, when one of my shots were, were coming, I wanted to make sure that my girlfriend was looking at the screen because uh, I, there was so many weeks of work in this that I wanted to make sure that everyone, you know. So all this to say that when you're the one that is crafting a movie, of course, you'll be like, it needs to be looked at on the, the screen. Uh, when it's your shot in the movie, it absolutely shouldn't be cut from the movie, even if it mo- make more mm. sense to, to the mm-hmm. story. If you're making an album, of course you want your song to be listened in the right order because you yeah. spent weeks of yes, yeah. oh no,
1: maybe this one after this one. And yeah. all that. Debating and arguing with your band members what order it should be in.
2: But at the end of the day, you have those... <laughs> Two songs that are going to be in <laughs> totally. a random playlist with a lot oh, yeah. of different songs because this yeah. is how we listen to music. Now we're either streaming a, a radio so or different. we're listening to our own playlist or playlist That's of right. others. And yes, many will argue that no, I still listen to an album from song one to song 12. Yeah, well, I still congratulations. do sometimes. Yeah, congratulations, 0.02% of <laughs> population. Yes, exactly. that, that does still happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I still do the same for, but I, Funny enough, I do the same mainly with albums that are coming from way back when. Me too. I purchased it's always the DVD, older ones, exactly. Sorry, the CD, and my yeah. experience—the experience that I relive—goes through listening exactly. to them in order, only because exactly. that's what I did like 25 years ago. It's nostalgic. It's how, that's why. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Totally. Yeah. It's like the radio hub uh, album. Um, okay. Computer. I still go back and listen to that whole album because that album flows so perfectly from the beginning to the end. Like you can tell they crafted it as an album and that's how I first experienced it. So I remember it like that. So it's kind of nice to go back and just have like a radio head moment and just listen to the whole album. But it's true. I don't do that with any new albums, any albums that came out post- me stopping like no longer buying CDs, which was a long time ago. I I don't have that same feeling at all. It's always older albums. You're totally bang on. Like Led Zeppelin albums, Pink Floyd albums. Like that's what I. That's what I. That's the only time I ever do that. It's so funny. Yeah, I never noticed that. Before.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would definitely put Dark Side of the Moon in, in that oh, yeah. uh, category for for sure because yep. yes, it, it brings all those uh, memories. But uh, as for consuming a movie on on a phone, again, yes, I understand that the the creator might be pissed of looking mm. at it but this is it might it, it's most probably someone that would have never seen the movie anyway that exactly. just that oh well it's accessible so i'm going to <clears throat> that's
1: it that's it. it you gotta weigh so, the pluses with the minuses right like it's like yes for sure maybe those 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 people who could afford to and would normally go to the theater are now choosing to stay home that kind of maybe that's unfortunate but but the, the plus is now suddenly there's these droves of people that would have never went to theater anyways that are now watching your film so great. Yeah. They got introduced to Denis Villeneuve's masterful filmmaking because it was super accessible and they saw an ad uh, on Facebook as they were flipping through their social media and they were like, oh, that Dune movie, I heard something about that. Oh, rent it right now. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah, totally. So now we've funny. Both,
2: both watched Dune. Yes.
1: Yeah, so? So? I mean,
2: the only thing that pissed me off oh, about no, that movie is, is, is the end. Because I, oh, well, I was it, not, I was not expected expecting a non-hand uh, like, yeah. uh, like yeah. this. I mean, I I yeah. didn't look, I didn't yeah. read the, uh, the 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 book. I, I yeah. barely remember David Lynch movie. Yeah. Um, I I kind of read somewhere that this is like compared to uh, David Lynch movie, it's like the the, the first half. But I kind of assumed that it, it would be more of an end. So it, it's not that I was pissed. Yeah. I yeah. was more like no, no, th- that's not yeah, it. Unsatisfied. Give me more, give me more now. <laughs> exactly, me too. I need two more hours of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I think if you didn't feel like that, you probably weren't connecting with the movie. And anyone who's seen the David Lynch movie, uh, and I think I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm safe talking about that one cuz it's ancient. But um Basically, that movie is very long. And if you've seen the director's cut of that movie, it's epic long. And it's because that story is not a small story. It's very, very long and complicated. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's like The Hobbit. These 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 novels were kind of monstrous. And so to try to adapt that to film is not exactly an easy undertaking. Um, and so the to put things in perspective for those who have not seen the new one, but um, have seen the original or the original David Lynch version, um, it's about you end up around halfway probably around halfway through that movie by the time and by the time you're done this the the this part one of the 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 Denis Villeneuve um adaptation so yeah. you are definitely kind of like okay so like some crazy shit just happened and now what like they're yeah. okay so at least lord of the rings they did it in a way, in a way that felt like they were kind of and like like the original Star Wars movies as well, they felt like they were kind of closed loops, like real like 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 acts in a play, where they felt like they were self-contained, and you had at least some sort of resolution. You knew that there was more to come, like like a, like a movie that's obviously like leaning towards having a sequel. Like you feel like that that doesn't feel like that doesn't make you feel ripped off or dissatisfied. It just makes you yeah. feel like oh, I can't wait for the sequel. I know I had the but, same feeling. I, I was but, had mixed feelings about the ending.
2: But what is very interesting here is that uh, unlike the uh, movies that are super successful, that, oh my God, that was so successful, we have to do another one, like Mm. The First Matrix. Let's take this one as an example. Or on the other side of the spectrum, you have The Lord of the Ring, that they're all shoot together. You know there's another one coming. You're like, okay, that's the end of, of book one. In this case, he only shot one movie. And they were yep. waiting to see if it was successful to green it a second one.
1: True story.
2: It, it, good thing it got successful because yeah. <laughs> it would be really
1: people would be very uh, yeah. It, they would have to join the ranks of all the Firefly fans out there that like just got totally ripped off. I don't have anyone anyone who's seen um, uh, Firefly the series. They made a movie eventually called Serenity, um, but uh, honestly, this series it's like I'm among the many fans that still just lament over the fact that we never got more of that you know they've been toying with the idea of they're doing a reboot i think disney wants to do reboot or something like that but it's gonna probably without. i'm sorry but without without the original without joss whedon involved and without nathan fillion and and that crew who were just perfect i don't know i just don't know yeah
2: but i I listened to an interview from vanity it was super interesting it was more like a a discussion it was a um, uh, Denis Villeneuve and uh, James Cameron, um, mm, and titans. something that he that he mentioned because James is just filming like the next four Avatar, like oh, of course one is. stop, And he's, to print money. He, he's way. Past 60 at, at, at this yeah, point he's getting so, up there. Yeah. And you know, just to say that you know, being a director on a set is very tiring. Oh man. And past 40, you slowly start to decrease in your level for of sure. energy and just see him like just go like crazy. Let, let's oh, go yeah. for anyway. He, he was uh asking Delivineuve if you know in inside he would not have preferred to shut everything in, in one Yeah. Uh, movie, and said, Well, at first, uh uh I that's what I really hoped I would be able to do but I realized that by the end of uh, shooting dune it was just completely exhausted it was like mm-hmm. I'm done I, I cannot mm-hmm. continue so like you know what it's a good break I'll have like a year yeah. in between the, the shoes yep. I'll be able to yep. re- recharge and Can you words.
1: imagine though think about it now you know because you've been involved in these things before um I'm I just I the the immediate thing I think about is the the um the disastrous and like logistical liability that is the negotiations of contracts, because when you shoot only one, I'm sure they must've had some people must've signed up when and they optioned people for the second movie right away to try mm-hmm. to lock them in. Because can you imagine for like sure. that's not, it's not a good position for a production to be in where they, they film the first one. It's, Immediately go a green light because people are losing their minds over the success. Now, now you go back to the actors and actresses, and they're like, "So, yeah, we want to sign you for the second one." You're like, "Yeah, my rate doubled because, like, <laughs> at that point, you know what I mean? Like, it's and I mean, yeah. in a way, they they should be allowed to do that, but it's tricky because you have to get them back in the film. Otherwise, you have to like write them out of the story. You have to pull like yep. it's not it's not easy. So, I don't know how they manage that.
2: Yep. Anyway, everyone in chat that haven't seen it yet, go go see it. Go and see it. Yeah,
1: it's definitely yeah. worth watching. It's 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 very good. Um, I know, it, uh, Veronica, you mentioned um, you're wondering how they're going to tie it up because they didn't really tie up the original, like the books even. And I I kind of hope we're left in the same scenario in a way because it would lead to more Dune uh, universe stories. Because for those who are fans um, of the author, there are many, there are many, many uh, like offshoot stories of that whole universe. It's quite large. There's a big backstory. It's a lot like Tolkien. It's like he, he created an entire universe and it's quite... Like it's it's interconnected and he it's like he's thought of everything. It's uh fascinated. I I, I would love to see more. Um speaking of just before we get to questions, because I just wanted to I want to touch on this because we you mentioned it before and I and I hadn't seen much of it yet. But um have you watched all of Arcane yet?
2: Uh, or any of it? I just finished episode six. Oh,
1: okay, okay. So yeah, you're you're on your way to because I think was there seven or eight? Nine. Okay, nine. Okay. I think I'm at seven right now. Um, anybody who hasn't seen that you need to watch that like freaking immediately go f- yeah, build you, you a time machine stop, stop yeah. watching this stream now exactly it's okay we won't blame you we won't blame you because it's so freaking good it is so good like I don't even know how to explain how good I, I'm mad at myself for having not watched more of it before we had Lana on because we talked about it a little bit with Lana and oh my god it is like I it, maybe it's a good thing because I just would have been like you know Embarrassing myself with how much I just you know was gushing all over the whole. Like, it's just so good. It's so good. It makes me like the <laughs> animation. I don't know how they did it, like to look that good. It's you got to watch uh, it immediately. Okay.
2: Oh, this is where we should mention that we'll have uh, Alexey Wanneroy, who was the animation director of uh, Arcan, as one of our upcoming guests Would, for a conversation yeah, we, with.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. When it, do we have? We haven't set a date for that. I don't think yet.
2: Oh yeah, it's in the calendar. It's I in the calendar already. The, oh, okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, let me check real quick
1: he's obviously not very good at his job so this is going to be a disaster conversation it's gonna be
2: very weird that's uh january 24th
1: okay oh wow okay i thought it was okay i didn't think it was on the books but yeah that'll, that'll be definitely one to come out and, and and listen to because uh yeah we'll be trying to p- pick his brain on how he was able to capture such lightning in a bottle
2: it's funny because even before i started to i was aware of it but i was like okay that's on the shelf i'll, I'll get to it i think there's like Two or three client studio that told me, Oh, mm. we want to do something like a little bit like Arkane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit it like was like a reference, Arcane. right? It's like, Oh, that's funny because it always used to be like Spider Verse. And all of a sudden, it's the new Spider Verse. It's like Arkane. Okay.
1: It's the new Spider Verse. God, it's like their animation. And I mean, I don't know. It it, 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 This is how sick it is. This is how sick I am, how obsessed I am with this, this, the, the animation direction, just everything about it, the visuals. I'll go into Netflix and you know how Netflix, how like you, you, you pick, you pick something. And if you wait, it'll do like a, it'll play like almost like this little kind of like a, like a tease, like a teaser. Like it plays like a quick, almost mm-hmm. mini trailer. Like, but like, and if, yeah. you, if you, if you, if you swipe up, it'll give you the audio and everything. I sat there. I, 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 I'm not even kidding. I think I watched it for about 20 times in a row. That's how that's, I just, I don't know why, but it's just like everything about everything that they do in this show is just so yeah. tight. It's like the child in me is just like, yeah, like I can't get enough of it. It's amazing. Go watch it. Yeah. Okay. So but we got yeah, questions. That, back that,
2: that French animation studio was already pretty awesome with everything that they were doing, but they just brought it to a... <laughs> Next range. level,
1: man. Next level. But it's, we,
2: we have Remy, uh, Remy, one of our supervisors who worked yep. on it uh, as yep. well. I mentioned that it took more than a year just to do the first episode. Oh, unsurprisingly. Like and redoing and crafting and redoing. And you know, when- Because they were looking for uh, a
1: template, I guess, right? They wanted to like nail it so that they can just then recreate it somehow.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, okay. it's just like when Ed Caldwell said, mm-hmm. oh, no, don't think that Pixar's movie were great. They were all really mm-hmm. bad until we changed them over and over and over to yeah. slowly craft them into something yeah. that, that was... Yeah. It seemed that it was on a similar path with the first episode. Mm-hmm. And that eventually, like, okay, we nailed it. Now let's run with yeah. it.
1: And running, yeah. they did. Running, they did. Sprinting, I think, would probably be a better description. Maybe even flying, because they just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, the 2D um,
2: effects, right? 2d traditional animation effects on it it's it's just it's so good
1: it's just just it's just just pure it's just i don't even know like it's just it it's just it's just pure pleasure for the eyes it's just you if you if you're into that kind of stuff you really do i was going to say something i can't remember what it was it was something about um um doesn't matter. It'll come to me later, but go watch it. Okay. we got a question from Pitar. haven't heard from him in a little while. So this is, this is nice. Can you separate the art from the artist? I'm talking about either influential figures down to colleagues at work. Do you keep it professional and be a good team member despite their personal, personal views on on life? No, I can't. Just kidding. I totally, (laughs) I I totally, if you're a jerk, you're a jerk. I don't even care. Uh, That that's a good question. Um, I think some people are better th- at this than others.
2: Um, I mean, one is going to influence the the other. That, that's f- unavoidable. for sure. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, it depends what specifically, but I, re- I definitely remember some, you know, animators that I would consider being jerks but they were so good and so talented that I somehow had a little bit of respect (laughs) for that person because they were so good. I would, I I would not go have a a hangout with them. I would not, you know, ask them. And it's just the kind of person I would not hang out with, but they were just so good into what they're doing that there was some kind of respect into just this part of what they were able to to achieve. on the flip side i had friends that you know it, it's not that they were that they were bad but i felt that why are you not putting more effort into your what you're doing why this kind of laziness into the the, the, the your uh, own craft so it, it's not to say that it was to a point that i would not be friends and hang out with them but i had this kind of little judgment of you know you could do so much better you, you you could you know help so much more the 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 rest of, uh, of the team you could have so much more influence and inspire others uh but for some reason that i'll never understand you're just satisfied with this two out of three out of ten level mm-hmm. of quality that you're satisfied to output
1: i mean i think it also depends on on what like i mean like for instance you're saying can you separate art from the artist i guess what you're saying is like their personal views from their their uh, their abilities i guess is kind of what you're, what you're, what you're getting at here. Like there's the personal side and then they like, cause an artist is a person obviously, and they do art. So I guess you're saying that the art side is like what they bring to the job. And then the other things are what you may or may not agree with. I think it really comes down to what those things are. I mean, there are, I have, I have a lot of room. I have a lot, I find myself, I, I at least I like to think I do. I, I have a lot of tolerance for, for people and I give people, you know, in some cases, like David, some people get a bit more of a wider birth than they than, than others, maybe. And it, it, that might not be fair, um, but it just sort of naturally occurs sometimes. I, I have to admit that that does happen in my own brain. But there is like, there are certain things that I have a hard time sort of reconciling when it comes to some people's sort of belief systems. And, um, and uh, and I think it also depends on the position that they're they're carrying. If they're a leadership position, and if their position is externally facing uh, at a company, that becomes a bit more of a PR nightmare, depending on what those views are, right? So I think that that tolerance level is um, is also how, they, they, what, how how and who they will be influencing in their role at the at the job will have a pretty big factor or will factor in heavily into whether that's going to be tolerated. But you know. Yeah. That's more of like management looking at a, at a person versus peers, because I mean, peers, I mean, I, I, don't know. I, I, I tend to usually find common ground with everybody. I, I usually do. Like I can usually keep it pretty professional and I've been in some pretty difficult um, situations before with like just completely disagreeing creatively or completely disagreeing. Like even like the, just the process on like how you make something um, I've really been at, 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 um, at odds with with certain people and we find a way forward like you know i I like to try to like celebrate the commonality and don't dwell too much on the on the differences but sometimes it gets hard i'm not gonna lie and 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 it gets hard enough i'll leave because it's not worth me being miserable about it like it's like it's like it's time to maybe just think about maybe i don't want to be around that especially you know because or maybe they'll end up leaving if they're outnumbered and there's a bunch of people that really just don't want to like put up with the crap you know for instance i don't know usually these things work themselves one way or another
2: I think you you can appre- appreciate some person for a specific part of what of their contribution or who they are and kind of decide <clears> to <throat> ignore or maybe not ignore but not be personally affected by other part but that you're yeah really not a fan of I mean you know Steve Jobs is someone that for me comes to mind because for a <clears> lot, <throat> lot of people me included he was just this extremely inspiring figure <clears throat> I mean Apple <clears throat> and pixar um i mean just those those, those two uh, uh, alone but then you read the biography and like oh my god he was a total jerk with a lot of people and destroyed yeah. a lot of career and personal life and all that yeah. so i still have respect for what he accomplished yeah. but on a more personal side i'm like oh okay that's a a, uh, a and I, i'm sure that's the same thing for uh, with uh, John Lasseter for a lot of people. There's no way ah. we cannot recognize what he did in the industry uh, for uh, CG animation on the other side with everything that uh, all the stories, what happened at Pixar during the B2 movement and when he left and, and all that. So yeah, I think you can kind of separate that I have respect for this part of the contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, I don't, I, I'm <laughs> going to decide to not be affected or or just separate that. I really like him for this part. I really dislike him for that other part. And yeah, that's it. It doesn't need to be a one package deal that is just like binary either you like or you don't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, yes, you, you can totally separate the art yeah. or accomplishment or qualities from hmm. the, the, the person depending on the cir- circumstances.
1: I mean, I don't want to turn this into a really touchy debate, but I mean, this does touch a little bit on like, you know, the, the current debate of cancel culture, uh, this idea of that, course. you know, because yeah. someone does something, that's very you know, binary.
2: Oh, you did yeah. this thing that we don't like, so we're going to erase yeah. everything that you've done yeah.
1: before. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you know, and and I mean, is there a line? Is there a line? Like, I mean, like, you know, there's there's a good argument on on, you know, take a look at our at our neighbors down um, down south, and I'm sure many people in, in chat are actually American. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of arguments uh, about, um, and it's actually not just a, an American thing. This is happening kind of almost globally right now. But this idea of like commemorative statues of, fa- say, for instance, you know, um, uh, Confederate generals, it's like, you get one argument, it's like, well, that happened, that's history. And then the other argument is like, yeah, sure, it's happening. It stays in the history books, but why do we keep a statue? Like statues are typically to honor. Um, and you know, it, it, if you really listen to the arguments, I, I think that it really come. It really what's important is 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 at the end of the day how how it's like you don't want that message to, to be, to, to be misconstrued. You know what I mean? If it's up there, like for instance, a good example of, uh, of this would be in Japan. Uh, and I've never been to, J- well, actually, that's not true. So sure. I have been to Japan, but I never saw this monument. My brother lived there for a couple of years and apparently they have, and I think it might be in, um, I feel like it was, I don't remember where it is, what city it's in, but apparently this whole story has lots of holes in it. So bear with me, but there is apparently a commemorative, um, statue, um, there, and um the statue was was about world war 2 and but like it was for them it was a statue that was like we will not forget and mm-hmm. because there's a lot of shame and a lot of guilt the japanese still have because of their role in, Je- in World War II. And I think that, to me, if if everyone there recognizes that statue as a symbol of something not to forget. Um, Germany yeah. ha- went through something very similar. They went through a big movement after the war where they needed to reconcile a lot of what they had done. And, and if they needed to be accepted back into the world again, they needed to essentially take in t- themselves, needed to find a way forward. And they needed to like, they can't just, they couldn't bury it and pretend it didn't happen. That doesn't make a lot of sense. And so that would be disrespectful for the rest of the world that they just pretended like it didn't happen. So there's like I don't know it's it's an it's a very interesting argument this idea of like cancel culture is there a, is there a place for it and where do you draw that line? I don't know. It's yeah. it's 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 interesting to watch this sort of uh, us as a species navigate that very tricky very non-binary conversation. It's crazy. Yeah, I
2: think that's the danger of trying to, you know, clean everything, cleanse yeah. everything, asepticize everything yeah. which mm-hmm. is is an analogy of what this console console culture is doing because yeah when you erase something then you might for forget yeah. about it and if you yeah. forget about it then eventually you will repeat the same mistake so and totally this is exactly the example that you've provided or exactly that yet it hurts and it's it's it represents evil and we do not yeah. associate ourselves with it but the fact that it's there mm. reminds us that yeah. We, do not want to associate ourselves yep. with it. Yep. So it's uh, yeah.
1: I know it's it's a, it's, a, it's tricky, right? Because I mean, you take take the Confederate like general example, for example. If if it was t- staged in a way of like truly remembering, like something like that, it is a part of the history, uh, American history. But at the same time, imagine being like of black descent, like an African American living around that area. And you got people that are celebrating that statue and flying the Confederate flag. Kind of like what it symbolizes that movement. Like we can't forget what that means. And so like it can't you it's it's just like for it's amazing how one statue can mean something so different to two different Mm -hmm. people. And that—that's the—that's the problem, right? It's like you feel like you're pooping on someone's parade, saying that we're, your history is all garbage and canceled. And this, but 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 over here, if you go the other way, then it's sort of like, yeah, we're gonna allow that to just haunt you forever and allow people to be worshiping that statue, which represents literally genocide. So yeah, that, that's fine, right? No, no big deal. It's like it's it's like how do you solve that problem? How do you even yeah. solve it? I don't
2: know. And at least, but you, you know, the, the good old days before the internet, we would discuss those issues with. A drink in a pub or in a public space or yeah. something like that, but now it's usually just rage online, online, yep. and yep. you know insults over insults. Yep. And like, okay, it, totally, we're not going to solve anything.
1: No, <laughs> it just gets worse. It just gets worse because people can't just have like a conversation, conversation like this, and be like, "Look, there is like, there's, there's, uh, we can it, talk it about both a, sides." It,
2: it becomes a competition who's going to be offended yeah, the yeah. most and who's going to be more creative yeah. into his insult towards the others, and yeah. it becomes a super, you know. Yeah, more of an ego thing than anything else.
1: We got to break the cycle, have... people.
2: Yep, I have no idea how we got there with that. question. I don't know. It was me. I was really I, I took
1: something off the rails. That's that's what I do. Uh, let me try to recover. Let's see if I can come back. And we have. Hey, this is what happens. This is what happens when we we, we advertise one thing and we don't have that thing. We're, <laughs> exactly. like, you get a you get, we should just call these talks the David and Brent grab bag. It's like you don't yeah. know what you're gonna get. You just put your hand in, pull it out. Oh, what do you know? Talk about cancel culture now, apparently. Uh, we well, here's one. Yeah. We got a one from Tony for Sp- Oh, you, you wanted me to race this, but don't worry. I'm gonna try to paraphrase for you. Hi there. I was wondering um, if you know what the future is for animators I'm currently studying in this field and I'd like to know if everything will um, everything uh, keyframe related will disappear so this this is a very popular question um, I get the feeling you might you might be kind of new here so if you are welcome to the uh, to the community um, yes yeah and
2: you're not alone there's many you're people not a- that are feared, <laughs> that are feared many people thing.
1: fear this yeah 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 and I, I think that the, the overwhelming um, uh, repeated answer on this would be don't worry about it you're going to be just fine at least at least for now at
2: least for another decade because a decade ago we had the same question and two (laughs) decades ago we were starting to be scared that that's it you know it's uh uh, i uh, go
1: you go ahead go ahead no it's it's
2: like It's cyclical. like there's there's always a uh no it's it's fine let's i don't want to uh I don't predict anything further more more than five years because things are going too fast. All bets are off. Yeah. I promise you that in the next five years, keyframe animation will remain <laughs> a thing.
1: I really don't see it going anywhere, anytime, any soon at all. But that being said, if we are at a point in the future where we're worried about that, it's probably because Skynet is Skynet is a real thing, and we're all doomed anyways. We're all we're all destined to be skeletons crushed under the foot of like robot um, warriors. And, and I'm obviously yeah. making a Terminator reference for those who are not understanding that. <laughs> it's weird that I have to justify that with it's a Terminator <laughs> reference. I just don't know. Maybe people were like, really? Skeletons? Jesus that, that <laughs> got dark this conversation got really dark suddenly um but yeah it's it's uh, it's honestly it's funny because we had a we had a funny debate um, night one night it was me and David and and um, and Jacob this was one of, actually this was one of the questions actually I feel like this is a David question I think he was the one that brought it to the table but um, and we had to argue where another one of us had to argue um that it for sure it, it you know it, it will and the other one had to argue no it's for sure won't um, oh, it, and it, it's, it's different one of my questions. Question. Oh yeah, for sure. That's definitely, of course, it's got you written all over it. The, think, here, uh, here, here's an impossible question. Go ahead and try to answer it. Have fun.
2: I think it was a will uh, AI
1: replaced uh, yeah or something like that. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was a bit more pointed on AI. Yeah, don't worry about it, Tony. For for Peach, you're going to be just fine. Just uh, stay on target. Stay on target. You're going to be good. <laughs> um. Oh, Veronica has a question. That's fun. How do you get yourself out of a creative rut? Like you know, one of those. I tried doing something creative, and my brain started making forks stuck in the garbage disposal sounds. What oh, Jesus? Does that really happen? Does it really sound like that? Maybe you need to go see a doctor or something. I know that's that's not normal.
2: It's her broken. Uh, headphone that she oh she, she, thank she, God. she, <laughs> she, she got it trip place it's fine now okay but it's just the, the sound that. it at least that that from the look of them like they were just always like <laughs> like this <laughs> that's what it it's because there was like. a fork
1: in there she didn't know there was a fork in there you know, so she just take the fork out everything's fine. gonna be fine uh you know it's funny veronica it's so funny because he's asking for a friend questions it's like um i i don't you know it's such a personal question. It's like everyone. It's like depends on why you why you're there in the first place. Maybe you just need a break. Maybe you just need to change things up a little bit. Maybe you're at a job that's not providing what you need creatively, and maybe you need to look for a new job. Maybe you're you know maybe you're studying something and you're in school and you do like it, but there's something peripheral to it. The number of times we've had people on this channel, the number of times we've had a conversation with somebody who said, "Hey, I thought I was going to be this, and then this opportunity showed up, and I'm." Like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to try it. And now that's what they're doing because they just were like, you know, and it's related, and like the animation was a was was a was an was a doorway for them, um, to get to that ultimate goal. I think uh, you know Troy Quayne comes to mind as one of the obvious examples of that. You know, he started as an animator, and now he's directing full animated films. And because he ended up being the guy with opinions on the animation floor over in Toronto on a production there, and it's because he didn't know it at the time, but he had like a, a mind for narrative and for storytelling at a bigger at a bigger more macro level, right? Rather than just the microscopic level that is uh, a scene to be animated. And, um, you know, he kind of almost ignored that call a couple times, but it eventually just sort of became too loud of a call that he answered it. And now, you know, he's directing movies with Will Smith in it. So it's this... This happens all the time and it, it it's, you know, who knows what it is. So I'm not saying that anyone in a creative rut feel they need to change radically and pivot. I'm just saying that sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes they just need a break. It could be so many different reasons, but taking, yeah. I think a, taking a break is the first thing I would always do because you need sometimes the peace of mind to, to kind of like be able to almost look internally and understand what's going on with yourself. You have to have enough of that sort of, um, self-awareness to sort of work it out. But that's hard to do if you're busy and always working.
2: Yeah. It's, the problem with creative rut is that that that's, has everything to do with uh, inspiration, not motivation, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when you're super motivated and uninspired, this is when like, oh my God, <laughs> I want to do something. I want to do something. I want to do something. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so motivation is easier in my opinion to trigger than uh inspiration. Inspiration is coming very deep from the subconscious or over there mm. and you don't have in sometime like oh my god and and when it's it's flowing uh you often take it for granted oh my god I have so many ideas I can stop down now and I'll come back tomorrow and I'll have those other amazing mm. ideas. Don't no, just stay there <laughs> ride ride this this ride wave. until it's uh yeah, just ride that that, that wave. Um, many times when I was not inspired, I was just trying too hard at it. At some point, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that word? And you have this word on top of the tongue and you try to just <laughs> stop thinking about it. Yeah. Just think about something else. And two minutes after, you're like, oh, Bing. yeah, that, that's the word that I was that looking for. Um, and it, it's funny, you know, when, when you look at studies from from the brain, they have a very, you know, specific, biology of how neurons are firing uh, each other and why uh, at some point this this it's all about connection the word that you're looking for or this idea that you're looking for whatever it's literally disconnection from this neuron to this one over there but somehow it cannot find a way it fires 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 but doesn't find a way just do something else with oh we're going to bring you know this firework in a different place of the brain and you come back at it and all of a sudden, it does it. it, it does it. So that, that's it's the basic example is everyone were looking for a word that, OK, just don't think about it in a minute. When you don't think about it, it's going to come back. But this is also why randomly in the shower, thinking about nothing, you have those inspiration of, oh, my God, why did I not think about this idea before? It would totally solve my, my problem. So yeah, that's the thing with inspiration. When you're not inspired, just just stop whatever you're doing uh, now. It's not going to help. Try to do something else. If you are a you know you're a musician or you like music, go play uh, a guitar. Go take some photography. Uh, um, just take your camera out. Do some drawing. Do something else. Just play video game. But don't you cannot force. <laughs> inspiration in you can only relax and let it come back at some point uh yes you can look at inspiring material but it's not guaranteed it's going to work it's just going to bring your mind uh, elsewhere and and yes creativity is like a muscle if you you are a creative person and you exert this creativity um Either in in school or at work on on the a uh, uh, night or whatever, yes, you're going to develop those creative skills. So it's going to be easier with time to be more creative, more more often. But right now, to fix your problem, other mm-hmm. than just do something else and get back to it, there's nothing else that 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 you can do. Unfortunately,
1: there's a reason this, why these. Oh, go ahead.
2: I just wanted to say, and this is why it's great for creative to have many. Not too much, but a few pro- at least three different projects. Okay, I have my animation here. I'm writing a story here, and I'm painting this thing, uh, whatever that is. So you can jump from one to the other and keep, let's say you're motivated, but you're not inspired. just do this other thing. And there's a good chance that at least one of those three things will be inspiring mm. for you at at all time.
1: I was going to say that the reason I think, Why inspiration seems to hit people during times like showering is because you are forced. You're a captive audience for yourself. You have a moment to just sit there and just be distracted as you cleanse your body, basically. Um, And and so because of that, it's just sort of there's a there's a ceremonious thing like we're used to doing. We can go on autopilot. You don't have to think about you know, it's the same thing if you're driving, if you, if you commute, you can go into the same kind of trance. Um, I would highly, if you run into this kind of problem a lot, I would highly recommend you pick up meditation. And I'm not saying it because meditation is going to suddenly allow you to think about these ideas when you're meditating, because you'd be doing it wrong. If you were to pick up meditation, meditation gives your brain room. It kind of, think of it more like a palate cleanser. So sort of reset and reboot your brain. And so that it allows yourself coming out of that. Um, that's that sort of that, that relaxing state for your mind it gives a lot of people perspective it it allows you to like reorganize your thoughts and suddenly um also people feel that they are their priorities are more clear to them after they actually and this doesn't happen after the first time meditating you do have to do this quite quite a bit from what i hear i've tried meditating quite a few times my brain is way too noisy i really struggle with meditation (laughs) christine meditates all the time she swears by it she would like it very much if i were to do it regularly because i think she knows that i know that's
2: going to be your second resolution of 2022
1: Oh you man. Have to do If you, daily. Sh- Christine would would thank you forever if you can somehow manage to get me to. <laughs> I'm it's just my brain never wants to be quiet. i just like meditating seems like oh, so boring to me to that I can't think of something. At
2: least a month, if not oh, two months.
1: It's gonna be it would be crazy, but I would I would I I feel like I know deep down that yoga and meditation would be like the perfect the perfect balancing things for me to do in the way my mind works. But uh, yeah, I just can't. Find but a you should start with an it.
2: application for baby step with a little bit of relaxing music and someone yeah, that's going to could, tell you a little true. story. That's true. that that should be the, well, the first step
1: that is a lot of so headspace is a really good example of an app that people use it's very popular on on iPhones well I think just in general I think Androids as well but um, it's what's great about this is it's it's a good, good introduction to meditation because it's guided meditation you hear this very soothing calm voice walk you through so it's sort of like what David's saying it's like a there's an audio there to distract you it allows you and then eventually if you just get used to doing it on a regular basis and you can build the discipline to do the meditation and on a scheduled sort of repeatable Sort of framework, then you find yourself possibly able to do it without that. At least yep. that's how the story goes. <laughs> I never got oh, that yeah. far I, in the book.
2: I, I agree with Petar, Brent. You would have a great voice for those meditation. Ad- oh, yeah. The, to, to the, the ASMR that- or whatever. <laughs> no, just okay, your better. voice. Just your, yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just uh, go to I'm actually going to make a great segue here. Uh, Brent, do, do you know who convinced me to start? uh meditating with the application calm which is on par with that door
1: yeah app. and calm is the one kind of um uh was marketed a lot by by uh it's not made by apple but it's uh it's um i think that they it's, it's made its way into a lot of their presentations i think they're like they're mm-hmm. no who did it who who convinced you
2: of all people Mary them really yeah
1: really did yeah. this happen when did this happen D- was it during tomb raider
2: uh yeah I, th- I think she was really? already uh, on guardians of the galaxy so at the very early mm-hmm. beginning of guardians of the, uh, the the galaxy and we're just discussing about how she had mm. so many you know and she needed to just relax and she needed a way uh, and yeah and second was like oh that that sounds interesting. interesting so for anyone that doesn't know mary de model uh, she's uh the uh, narrative executive director at ados montreal Mm -hmm. The narrative director of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which, by the way, last week uh, won a prize for best narrative direction. And she will be our guest in February 18. So that's going to be a very interesting discussion. But yeah, she's the one that say, oh, you should try it out. I tried it out. That's so funny. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. It's been three years. Been doing it pretty much daily. I mean, during the week, not the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because hmm. on the
2: weekend I have I have no routine, no schedule, no nothing.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's like, that's it. it's just like it's Lord forty-eight of hours
2: of chaos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Two kids will do that. I think. Good luck trying to like have a regular discipline schedule to meditate in when you have little uh, little youngsters running around. Well,
2: if you wake up at 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 five in the morning, Brent, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true. You're you 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 have me yet again. I'm at a disadvantage. Uh, Petar, I'm going to answer this question really quick because it is an interesting one. Uh, I have a quick answer for you. To follow up on Tony's question, as VR becomes more prevalent, will more first-person animation jobs open up? Is this a skill animators should adopt when looking ahead into their career? I would say no, because um, if VR is all about trying to capture your own movements and try to provide this illusion that you're there. So I don't imagine like first-person animation jobs are going to die because of virtual um uh, vr i think i think because it's going to be they're going to find more and more technologies to try to reproduce your own movement so it feels like you're you're truly in a simulation that's where the, that's where it's trending right now so i mean we're, we're we're seeing this everywhere you look with vr is trying to um you know find more ways of tricking our mind and thinking we're really in that space so having canned animations showing these, these arms that you don't feel connected with, um, is kind of going in the opposite direction of where they want to go. Um, I'm really curious about, Oh no, hold on. I'm looking for questions, questions, questions. I'm looking for those keys. Don't, don't forget the cues cause I'll just scroll, I'll scroll right past your, uh, your, your, uh, possibly amazing mind altering question. Um, hmm. I saw a question in here. I don't know. I think I scrolled past it already, but you were asking what was wrong with my finger. Nothing. I'm just fidgeting. It's like a, it's a piece <laughs> of Velcro. <laughs> Nothing. And by the way, speaking of, look, my eye has made a miraculous recovery over the last couple of months. It's like, it's, it's never been better. So, Qatar, we can cancel the the GoFundMe. We're good. I don't have to save my eye anymore. It saved itself.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm glad you, you mentioned oh. it because it was, Chat was not stopping asking that
1: question. They were from... really worried about my eye. Um, so this is funny. <laughs> yes, I know. I have lost all credibility. I have mentioned too many times that this would be the last dream. But it's true this time. This is literally going to be the last dream until the new year. I promise you. I promise. But it's true. On several occasions, I did lie. Not yep. not not intentionally. Um. See, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, no, that's the, that's the question about my finger. I think we might have gotten... It's perfect timing because it's 10. Um,
2: are Are we actually going to finish yeah. on time? I,
1: I think we're going to do that. I mean, it's it's Christmas and also I think we should probably just let people go Christmas. That's crazy. Um, yeah. We should have
2: had... Uh, we, we should have thought about it before, have a, a, a third uh, stream in this with just a little, you know, Christmas fireplace. Yeah, that's running. a good idea. Oh, man. a little...
1: Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold it's on. We, it's not over yet. We didn't end it. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got this. I got this. I got this. We have a quick moment around the fire. Um, what do I have uh, to oh, oh, I know the one that I want. This is a good one.
2: That, that's something we, we should do mandatory. Every, every stream in, in December of next year, we need to have our little Christmas fireplace there. And there's a lot of them. Online, <laughs> you have those traditional ones. You have the one with Darth Vader that is just <laughs> that's, that's waiting the you to bring up
1: right now. It's totally <laughs> the one, it's my favorite one. Oh, once a nerd, forever a nerd. Uh-huh. But, I think this is it. Yeah, this is it. Here, hold on. <laughs> this is for, for those who have not seen this. This is truly an experience. Let um, me just maximize this, do this, and bring it in. And um, I will bring it in right now. Sharing my screen. Because we need the audio too, obviously. Chrome tab. There it is. So behold. The Darth Vader. The, the Darth Vader fire. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. We got to do this. Yeah, this is fine. We'll have it big. He, he deserves to be big. He's Darth Vader after all. Where's the sound? He sings a love song. <laughs> we go along. <laughs> It's just on loop forever. Just Darth Vader. Darth Vader being cremated, basically. Is, you know, this goes on for like an hour. So perfect. Of course. <laughs>
0: that's
1: so mean. Yeah, I've found over the years some really funny ones, but that's definitely up there as one of the best um so there you go we did we officially had a, a christmas fire here before we closed shop yeah for the, uh, done. For the
2: year. we can mm-hmm. check that
1: check for that off for the list
2: yeah uh brent have a lovely you know little christmas break
1: mm-hmm. i'll do my and best
2: you as well rest go- try to try to not go to to bed too late right? Mm. Gradually, just one after every day. So within two yeah. weeks, you'll be able to come back to <laughs> normal hours. I'm so
1: out of sync. It's going to take more than two weeks, but, uh, you know, well, I got to start somewhere. So I will start heading towards the, uh, the promised land of a normal sleep schedule. Yeah.
2: And let's okay. see in, uh, in 2022 annual That'll roast, st- uh, i uh, I'll do uh, how good you did with, uh, waking up early and meditation.
1: It's it's going to be on on the on the board for sure for questions. So I, I'm I'm going to be ready. I'll have to Actually, be that,
2: prepared. That will be the first question of the first Q and A in January. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, is it my? Am I on duty? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys know what these little guys are. So if if there was ever a reason, if there was ever a reason to be a parent, this would be one of the one of the reasons because this little guy is called Elf on the Shelf. All parents probably know who this is. And so the idea is you 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 have this little guy around the house, and every every night, starting from December 1st all the way to Christmas, this little guy gets up to no good. And so, you know, you stage these ridiculous little scenarios. Like what's I mean, the worst he did so far? Well, he so this is the best. If you look closely at his cute little lips, <laughs> yes, that's sparkly lip gloss. I did not do that. Here's the funny story. So, um, I was my, it was my, I was on duty that night to do the the. Um, um, for anyone who actually still believes in Elf on the Shelf, then I'm sorry, I'm ruining Christmas for you right now. But <laughs> basically. <laughs> Basically, I was like, Oh, I got an idea. she's got this cute little cabin, like it's like a little fort. It's it's like a little little room under the stairs. It's basically you have to get through it to the through a closet. Um, and it's awesome in there. She can stand up and it's perfect. She got a little desk in there for her. And so, and she's got like she's she's six and she's, you know, she's got like she loves doing her nails and and um, so I thought it would be fun to put them in there, and they're going to be—they can have a little mirror, a little compact, and they're like checking their—they're putting mirror. And I had makeup all over the one; I had a plastic head because we have another one. There he is. There's the other guy here. He's a little easier to put makeup on without ruining him. So, anyways, I we 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 did this, and I had to set up. And um, the, the, the 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 next morning, I'm like I'm always like, so Sequoia, like what 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 are the what are the what do these little guys do this uh, last night? She's like come and take a look at this. And if she brings me in her little fort and she shows me and I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like, and then she goes and look at this guy. He's got like lipstick on. And I'm like, wow, why would Christine, like, did she not think I did a good enough job? She went and put like lipstick on him. And and later on that day, Christine goes like, why did you put lipstick on? And I'm like, that wasn't me. Like that really literally wasn't me. And so either, either they did come to life that night or, or the more, the, the, the other outrageous, um, you know, possible scenario is that my daughter is starting to f with our heads she's like she's either testing us right now it's because she clearly is the only one who could have possibly done it and but she totally blamed it on the elves and i don't know if it's because she wants to like i don't know i don't know what christine and i are like just like don't mention it just move forward it'll be fine but like i don't I mean, know by,
2: by 12 she's going to run the house she's she, going she, she, to she psychologically manipulate oh, i'm, I'm so tomorrow. screwed
1: <laughs> like she's she and she like i not even she didn't even bat an eye it was just like i literally believe that christine did it like there's only possible explanation but no she didn't and so now i'm fearful for my life so that's good anyways <laughs> yeah i know i know so we'll see everybody in the new year have a really good christmas stay animated and all don't forget yep. to do that and um have a good one bye Cheers. everyone
0: bye thanks for listening to this episode we hope you got a lot out of it Agora Community is a free resource for artists in the animation, visual effects and gaming industries, providing daily educational material, free rigs and assets. We also have a range of experts you can purchase affordable animation reviews from to help you level up your skills. You can check it all out at agora.community Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn for updates on upcoming conversations and free animation quick tips. So, until next time. Stay tuned and stay animated.